1: Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811 877-381-3811 You know let me just say this to the Republicans in the House and the Senate If we can't hold the line now where Biden has spent trillions and trillions of dollars and put this country in a course to bankruptcy forget about Oh, a full-faith credit. I'm talking about bankruptcy. The endless printing of money. We've already felt it with inflation. Ever see these old black-and-white films with wheelbarrows, people pushing them around with paper? That's where we're headed. With interest rates, interest payments by the federal government that are now larger than defense spending. Since when did we surrender this country to AOC? And the Marxist left and the inane Biden who rules by executive orders who spends money without authorization for Congress up to a trillion dollars on student loan forgiveness since when do we do that and let me tell you something else the lies that are coming from the Treasury Secretary the lies that are coming from the media, even the phony business reporters. There's about $350 billion, give or take, that comes into this government every month, no matter what Washington does. That's on our backs, the taxpayers, small businesses, individuals, big businesses, federal income taxes, corporate income taxes, capital gain taxes. You're paying, you're paying, you're paying, you're paying every week, you're paying every two weeks, you're paying every month. You're paying every quarter. Whatever whatever schedule you're on. They act like that money's not coming in. It is coming in. And they act like Social Security doesn't have a trust fund. I thought it did. If there's no trust fund, they stole it. And you pay into Social Security separate and apart from everything else. It's supposed to be a trust fund, No. Same with Medicare. Isn't that what they told us? Well, where's the money? This exposes them, doesn't it? And they get up behind their microphones and they say, Social Security won't be paid. And you should say to them, why? What happened to the trust fund? And Medicare won't be paid. Why? What did you do to the trust fund? What did you do with my money? I thought this was insurance. And the veterans' benefits won't be paid. Wait a minute. I thought we had a deal. You serve in the military and they put money aside for you. It's not supposed to be out of the general operating fund. What's going on? June 1 is not a deadline for anything. That's number one. Number two, we cannot afford as a people to cave to Joe Biden and the Marxists. At some point, you have to draw a line. I understand a little bit of this and a little bit of that. As I posted, Reagan used to say, if you can get 80%, you won. Okay, let's get 80%. But let's make sure Biden and the Democrats don't. Because we know where they want to drag the country. And we know these... Massive spending ordeals that we go through are intended to empower the Democrat Party, to increase the size of Washington. Washington serves the interests of the Democrat Party. The bureaucracy serves the interests of the Democrat Party. Aren't you sick and tired of subsidizing increased budgets for the FBI, for the intelligence agencies, when there's no accountability, when even today they're giving the finger? To Chairman Comer, who wants to see that FBI document about Biden, or at least know what's in it? We're just supposed to go along and subsidize this stuff? Well, maybe the government should shut down. Maybe that's the only way to cut spending. And I will say this, up to today, the Republicans have done a hell of a good job getting out there And explaining to the American people who's responsible for what. To put the blame exactly where it belongs, on Joe Biden's feet. At the feet of of the Democrat Party. But I'm noticing today some buckling. That the Marxists and the Democrat Party are out there saying, oh, we're going to take to the streets. We were the first to find that clip, Mr. Producer was, and we played it. So the mob is threatening That if they don't get our money, they're going to be violent? That's only going to work a few more times, if at all. People are sick and tired of it. God knows I am. Now, we can do this, America. We can do this, conservatives. We can do this, Republicans. For once in your damn lives, try to hold firm. Try it. It actually works this is one of the reasons we like Trump and yes one of the reasons we like DeSantis one of the reasons we like Reagan it's called leadership it's called statesmanship don't be scared do the right thing and usually the right thing happens we'll keep an eye on this Very close eye on this. I know something's going on because right now everybody's ducking us. They don't want to come on the show. Whether they be the self-appointed constitutional conservatives or whether they be conservatives or moderates, they're all ducking me. That's okay. I'm not going anywhere. And I thought the DeSantis... Appearance on my show last night was very good and very important. We will allow any serious candidate, not anybody, you know, I am running for president. No, on the program. That's what we do here. It's called free speech. You don't like it, don't listen. We will also link to their campaign sites, as we do in every single case. We put Donald Trump's clips up there all the time because I like Donald Trump. But nobody's going to threaten us or... The mob's not going to impress us. I'm gonna do what I've always done. And you know what's interesting? We took a close look at a lot of the comments here. Mostly bots, mostly mostly people, non-people. We don't know how they do it, but they're able to do it. And Rush used to talk about this when they used to try and push him off the air. People who suddenly sign up for social media, they're suddenly there. They have no history, they have one line, They have no history of, and there they are, by the thousands. And some of you are suckers, not in this audience, I'm talking about online. You got this guy, Lucky Luciano, a.k.a. Michael Luciano, on Mediocreite. And he grabs a few of the comments, anybody can do this, it's not journalism, it's just a left-wing swine ball doing what he does. Look at this. People are upset that Mark had DeSantis on a link to his donation page. We linked to his page that went immediately to his donation page. I'm not going to sit here and split hairs and worry about any of it. So what? Candidates have to be strong enough to stand on their two feet and fight it out. It's what we do. It's what I do. And so that was picked up. By the Sludge Report, who's gone radical left, who hates Trump, hates DeSantis, hates Republicans, hates you. Then that was picked up. Ooh. By the Daily Beast, another left-wing poisonous website. That was picked up by the Huffington Post, another left. So you see how the mob works. And yet I was contacted by the real inner circle of the Trump people So we're not worried about any of this It's not us So you have a few shooting from the hip But the best they could do were comments you see Not Loomer who's a lunatic In Florida Everybody knows. Mark Mark can I come on your show Mark will you endorse My candidacy Mark Mark is that you over there At an event oh, Get lost loser She's not the only one. We're going to start dealing with them one by one. I've got one coming on next week, too. But all that said, stand firm. Stand firm. You might like the results. Meanwhile, anyway, the Biden crime family's out there. And I want to at least thank CBS Evening News for doing something about it. But very. What is Asa Hutchison doing on TV, Mr. Producer? He says, it's time for new blood. That guy's been in politics his whole life. It's time for Asa. The whole juggernaut's moving. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this IRS whistleblower has a lot of guts. A tremendous amount of guts. He's put his entire career on the line. He's not a grifter. He's not looking for anything try the whistleblower route, but the Democrats would have nothing to do with it. His name's Gary Sharpley. He's made his name and face known. Unlike the fraud, the fraud whistleblower in the Ukraine case. Don't say his name. Eric, whatever. Don't say his name. In the New York Times, like it's nuclear secrets. No, no, no. Washington Post. No, no, don't say his name. We got the word from Adam Schiff.
0: Shh, don't say his name.
1: Well, in this case, we can say his name. Sharp Shapley, rather, is his name. Which is it, Mister? But we have both, I think it's I think it's Shapely. Shapley. S H A P L E Y. Now I have to take a break, but I want you to hear this. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the Democrats don't even acknowledge it. They have no problem with it at all. The IRS is fully weaponized. The FBI is fully weaponized. The DOJ is fully weaponized. DHS is fully weaponized. Most of the government's weaponized against you and me, which is another reason why you don't buckle to Biden. Take your 80%. Get 80%. But don't give 80%. That's a whole other story. And depending on what that 80% is, maybe you shouldn't give that either. We need to know the details. But stand firm, be strong. You'll win the day. I'll be right back. Much
0: love in.
1: Now I know you guys are worried. Federal Reserve staff said banking crises fallout could push the economy into recession this year. But you can do something about that. Learn how to protect the retirement you worked really hard for. I think a great way is to diversify with gold and specifically a gold IRA. That's right, physical gold in your IRA. My favorite gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals. You got to call these guys and learn how a gold IRA can help you. So if you have saved 100000 or more in a 401k or an IRA, call Augusta Precious Metals and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Tell them Mark sent you and they'll give you a free gold coin when you open a gold IRA. Call Augusta Precious Metals today. 8774 Gold IRA. That's 8774 Gold IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions. Get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. What a great company! One of the way you figure out if they're bots is you go. You click on to who the individual is, and you look back, and if it's almost bare, they're bots. So the bots are out, and now they're saying, oh, the money went to Ukraine. You Russian bastards, you don't, you don't persuade anybody here. Nobody. My ancestry is Russian, but it has nothing to do with these people, trust me. In fact, they had to flee Russia. But that's neither here nor there. But these phony sites, I mean, they just keep at. Yeah, that's where all the money went to Ukraine. We're talking about trillions and trillions of dollars, and we better stay focused or we're going to get screwed big time. How about we defund the. The God knows how much money goes towards. The racism industry pushing CRT and ESG and DEI all through our bureaucracy. And also funding it throughout our society. How about we get that money back? It's our money, after all. Subsidies to these phony climate change, green new deal companies, some of which aren't even, aren't even real companies yet. We're going to now spend tens of billions of dollars on that. And now they say, oh, we can't pay Social Security recipients. Let me be as clear as I can, America. The reason AOC and Propagopolis, or whatever the hell that idiot's name, head of the progressives from Seattle and all the rest of them, the reason they're wetting themselves is quite simple. It's not because of Social Security Medicare. They don't give a crap about the American people. These are Marxists. It's because we're funding their damn agenda, that's why. We're funding their damn revolution. Whether it's climate change, whether it's these NGOs, whether it's direct grants and contracts to these people, your money is going to funding the destruction of our own country, the empowerment of the Democrat Party, and their massive bureaucracy. You're telling me that the federal bureaucracy can't even take a hit? Rather, they have to expand it? Expanding the FBI, expanding the IRS, expanding the intelligence agencies. Oh, they've done such a swell job. Expanding DHS, and I'm not talking about ICE and the Border Patrol. I'm talking about the fat, you know what, sitting on their asses in front of computers in Washington, D.C. Working with old Twitter to try and censor us. Oh, yes. Oh, there's nothing to cut. There's nothing to cut. In a $7 trillion budget, there's nothing to cut. And then they they put a gun to our heads. If you cut domestic spending and increase defense spending, we're not voting for this, which is precisely what needs to be done with the rise of communist China. The Marxists and the Democrat Party and the media, they reveal themselves every single day. The Democrat Party reveals itself every single day. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I did it, and I'm glad I did. When I come back, Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower, who's now out with his face, his voice out front, and he has a devastating story to tell. I'll be right back. Now I know you guys are worried. Federal Reserve staff said banking crises fallout could push the economy into recession this year. But you can do something about that. Learn how to protect the retirement you worked really hard for. I think a great way is to diversify with gold and specifically a gold IRA. That's right, physical gold in your IRA. My favorite gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals. You got to call these guys and learn how a gold IRA can help you. So if you have saved 100000 or more in a 401k or an IRA, call Augusta Precious Metals and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Tell them Mark sent you and they'll give you a free gold coin when you open a gold IRA. Call Augusta Precious Metals today. 8774 Gold IRA. That's 8774 Gold IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions. Get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. What a great company.
0: Mark Levin, the most passionate conservative on radio. Talk with him now at 877-381-3811.
1: Here's something nobody's talking about, but we better pay attention to it right now, and then I'll move into this IRS issue. The Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran today successfully launched, a practice launch, a ballistic missile, that is a missile that can carry a warhead and hit its target. I don't know firsthand, but I suspect there are meetings within the Israeli government as I speak on what kind of preemptive activity to take. That can happen any day or any week. Of course, I would ask those who who are out there, is that any of our business? It's far away, you know, it's an 11-hour flight, 10 and a half hours on a good flight. If Ukraine's none of our business, why is that any of our business? Now, you know, I'm asking that for purposes of discussion and debate not today maybe next week just wondering if we get out of nato should we get out of all of our military arrangements i mean nato is a treaty we have military arrangements with australia the philippines japan obviously south korea we have military arrangements not treaties with israel in other countries, NATO is a treaty. And it's pretty much kept the peace since the end of World War II, 1948. The reason is little European countries can't defend themselves against big bad Russia, big bad China, or anybody else. And so the idea there, which has worked, is that by aggregating the countries and their resources and their defenses and so forth... It's much less likely that anybody will be invaded. Ukraine is not a member of NATO. So we should pull out of that? Even though it's worked? Even though funding's way up, thanks to Donald Trump? And so what happens then? Poland's attacked? Oh, none of our business. And that's exactly one candidate who was running in Florida. When Ron DeSantis asked me to help moderate some debates and some congressional... I forget his name, but he was sort of a Rand Paul acolyte. Maybe he was a boomer con or a nas- nas- uh, well, national con, maybe both. Anyway, uh, he said, well, if Poland's invaded, that's Poland's problem. And so there you have it. Because, because the logic, the logic takes you only in one direction. It's a very bad one. They say, well, only if it's in America is it a national security interest. Isn't that always the debate? That is, what is prudential? That's the debate. So you can't say that's your policy. That's the debate. Gary Shapely is a senior criminal investigator, supervisor in charge of a unit that had been put on the Hunter Biden case, but has since been pulled off. I want you to listen to this. Uh, This is on CBS Evening Evening News last night, to their credit. It's being interviewed by Jim Axelrod. Go ahead.
2: Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for
1: the IRS,
2: where he's worked for 14 years. In January 2020, he was assigned to what he calls a high-profile investigation. Who's the subject of the investigation?
3: I can't com- confirm or deny the, the subject of this investigation. Why not? Because, you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but
2: CBS News has learned the investigation was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump
1: appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. Senior Biden administration. By, by the way, stop that. I love that. The Trump appointed U.S. attorney. Trust me, if this U.S. attorney wasn't doing what Biden wanted, he'd be gone. Without consequence, because Biden knows who's going to who's going to cause the problem. The the attorney general himself would fire him. So let's stop playing games. Go ahead. Vowed to let it
2: run its course without interference. It's not restricted in his investigation in any way. But CBS News has obtained this letter Shapley's lawyers sent to Congress Monday alleging irregularities in DOJ's handling of the investigation. Shapley is seeking legal protections from Congress so he can share specifics of
3: his allegations. There was multiple steps that were were slow walked at the uh, direction of the Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. These deviations from normal process, and and each and every time, it seemed to, to always benefit the subject.
2: Shapley says he decided to blow the whistle after a heated meeting last October with federal prosecutors.
3: It was my red line meeting. It just got to that point where that switch was uh, was turned on and i just couldn't silence my conscience anymore
2: did you let prosecutors know you were unhappy
3: i don't think i can answer that
2: hunter biden has denied any wrongdoing like civil servants the irs agent told us he is a registered republican his whistleblowing is being assisted by an advocacy group with past ties to the gop but shapley says this hold is on not-
1: hold on and to democrats now, why, why are you doing this with the GOP stuff? You never do it with the Democrats. Tell me, Eric, whose name shall not be mentioned by the New York Times or any media outlet in the Ukraine impeachment, uh, you wouldn't even give us his name, let alone his affiliations, and we learned he was a big-time Democrat. But go ahead.
3: Our politics. Why do you want to navigate these waters? I don't want to do any of this. I took an oath of office, and when I saw the egregiousness of some of these things, it no longer became a choice for me. It's not something that I want to do. It's something that I feel like I have to do.
2: The IRS told us it can't comment on specific cases, but is committed to supporting whistleblowers in general. Both the DOJ and the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware declined to comment.
1: We declined to comment, and you can't have any papers. There's not to be any oversight because we have our methods here, sources and methods. Then there's this from Blaze Media. IRS chief response to allegations of whistleblower retaliation. He said IRS follows the direction of the Department of Justice, so you can see what's happening here, America. It's the senior so-called leadership at the Department of Justice, the Attorney General, the Deputy Attorney General, and all the rest of them. There are at least two IRS whistleblowers, one you just heard, one being a criminal supervisory special agent, that one. They claim the Justice Department has interfered in a high-profile criminal investigation while the attorneys representing the supervisory agent have been careful not to name the subject It's believed to be Hunter Biden. The responding to allegations of internal retaliation against IRS whistleblowers the head of the IRS sent the House Ways and Means Committee a letter on May 17, denying the accusations, but he also suggested the Department of Justice is responsible for actions taken against the whistleblower who came forward last month. Quote, I want to state unequivocally that I have not intervened and will not intervene in any way that would impact the status of any whistleblower, Werfel wrote the committee. The IRS whistleblower you reference alleges that the change in their work assignment came at the direction of the Department of Justice. As a general matter and not in reference to any specific case, I believe it is important to emphasize that in any matter involving federal judicial proceedings, the IRS follows the direction of the Department of Justice. Gee, do you think under this current budget battle the Department of Justice should get more money, America? Especially the prosecutors. The admission corroborates but lawyers for the supervisory agent disclosed last week, attorneys Mark Lytle and Tristan Levitt told Congress the entire investigative team handling the Hunter Biden probe was removed from the case. They said today the IRS criminal supervisory special agent we represent was informed that he and his entire investigative team, are they all Republicans, America, are being removed from the ongoing and sensitive investigation of the high-profile Controversial subject about which our client sought to make whistleblower disclosures to Congress. He was informed the change was at the request of the Department of Justice. So there you have it, America. Now what? Now what? They control the levers of federal prosecutorial power, they control the levers. I did a special on Blaze with my buddy Glenn Beck. We spoke at length about what could be done, what must be done. And I will repeat what I've said before. We are prosecutors in our towns, in our counties. We are prosecutors in our states. Why aren't they on to this guy, Hunter Biden? Every offense he committed is a potential federal offense, but no local or state offenses? seriously I mean they got Alan Bragg who's twisted the law into a pretzel you got Tish what's her name again Leticia James Tish 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 Tush Tash whatever I mean she should be disbarred for what she did but so far no Republican prosecutor has stepped up not one pretty incredible if you ask me By the way, these are interesting times also for us here at the Mark Levin radio show syndication. Uh, We might be involved in a squabble in the next few weeks. I will let you know. I will let you know on all my platforms. We shall see. We shall see. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Now, I know you guys are worried. Federal Reserve staff said banking crises fallout could push the economy into recession this year. But you can do something about that. Learn how to protect the retirement you worked really hard for. I think a great way is to diversify with gold and specifically a gold IRA. That's right, physical gold in your IRA. My favorite gold IRA company is Augusta Precious Metals. You got to call these guys and learn how a gold IRA can help you. So if you saved a hundred thousand or more in a four hundred one K or an IRA, call Augusta Precious Metals and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Tell them Mark sent you, and they'll give you a free gold coin when you open a gold IRA. Call Augusta Precious Metals today. 8774 Gold IRA. That's 8774 Gold IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions. Get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. What a great company. So the question is, ladies and gentlemen, why won't Joe Biden cut money from the budget? Oh, and you know what the Democrats are demanding now? Tax increases. In the middle of an inflationary period, rather than slashing taxes so the economy can grow and the Fed has to do what it has to do with rising interest rates to control the currency under the monetary system the democrats who put us in this position are now demanding tax increases how many of you how many of you can afford a tax increase right now now you know it's not going to just be the rich so how many of you can afford a tax increase right now on top of 87,000 IRS agents roaming the countryside looking for people to brutalize. How many of you can afford a tax increase right now? Well, Jayapal and ayach and all the other individuals, that's what they're demanding. Communist China's on the rise. They're spending like drunken Marxists because that's what they are. And they're on the move. They're on the move. And Bernie Sanders and Jaya and they, they insist trillions more, trillions more in redistribution of wealth, trillions more for radical left-wing groups, not to secure the border, not to build up the military. No, no, trillions more to empower them. Now, that won't go over well, would it? No, I don't think so. That's, that's not really very helpful, do you think, to the economy and so forth? The problem is Biden decided he's a chameleon. He is a, said many times, a street-level political hack. He's a chameleon. He pretends he was part of the civil rights movement? No, he was part of the segregationist racist movement. In the early 70s. We have a record for that. We don't have any records for his civil rights activity. So he's a liar on top of everything else. Then he decided he wanted to be president. So he became Bernie Sanders. It's not hard to do. When you're a genuinely stupid human being. With a low IQ. Who's desirous of having a, le- a, 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 a legacy. Like FDR. He wants to be FDR. More like Eleanor Roosevelt, but that's a whole other story that I discussed earlier in the week or last week. Now. Biden. Biden is going to tell us, you see. Nothing to cut. We can't cut anything here. We're on a mission. Biden has embraced the full monty. The full monty of the Marxist agenda. And the people around them are as radical as hell. Their only credential is physical, ideological, and or gender. Boy, I wouldn't want to be in there reading the resumes for qualifications in the Biden administration. Would you, Mr. Producer? I recently had my, uh, you know what, removed. <laughs> and, uh, and, and by the way, I went to Harvard and so on. So, oh. We'll put that guy gal to the top of the list. Of course. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk.
0: He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
1: Hello America, Mark Levin here, our number 877-381-3811 877-381-3811 It's going to be a long, hot, tough summer America Very long, hot, tough summer The Atlanta D.A. will not relent The special so-called council in Washington, D.C. He's queuing up his charges. And it's here where we're going to have to launch and mount the greatest defense, quite frankly. There's also going to be an effort, I think, to try and remove this program from one or two or three markets. I'll know more soon enough to alert you to that. The timing is obvious. The timing is obvious. But we will alert you to it soon. And of course, we don't take that lying down either. Like Rush used to tell me, and I've told you what Rush used to tell me, which is Don't let anybody come between you and your audience. And I won't do that. If you want to know where the latest rhino position is, then you want to listen to Carl Rove and read his materials. Nobody knows rhinoism better than Karl. I have to give him that. He's the king of the, of the rhinos. That's what he is so he's out there telling everybody that Trump and DeSantis are fighting over just a little tiny percentage 20-25% but you really need to look at Nikki Haley and Tim Scott and of course the uh, the Hindenburg of New Jersey you know people like that and he's all over the place telling America that you know His record is a disaster. A disaster. Whether it's the midterms. Whether it was Bush's second term. Actually before that in 2006 where we were blown out of Congress. And he took down good men like Rick Santorum of Pennsylvania and others. I don't know. I I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't get it. He's like the... The big establishment guy, you want to know what Mitch McConnell's thinking? Listen to him. You want to know where the Rhinos are? Listen to him. You wanna know it it's just the same thing. So he dismisses both Trump and DeSantis, and you Trump and DeSantis supporters better start paying attention to this. Because what's really happening is they're fielding all these other candidates because they want to take out Trump and DeSantis. They figure Trump is is going to be destroyed by the Democrats and the prosecutors. They figure DeSantis will be destroyed by some of the media and others, if not Trump. Uh, You can hear Nikki Haley taking the shots, others taking shots. Not at Trump, at DeSantis. So they figure Trump is a wounded man walking, and that the DA in Atlanta and the special counsel in Washington... We'll deal with him. And while he is trashing DeSantis and DeSantis is just trying to push back, that one of them will slide through. Does that make sense to you, Mr. Producer? I think that's what's taking place. If they're sitting down with their strategists. I think that's what's taking place. That's not to say Tim Scott isn't a good guy. We're going to have him on the program, I assume, at some point. I'm sure he is. Nikki Haley can come on the program at some point. All of them. Raskin may, in fact, come on the program at some point. Who knows? But that's a different issue. And we've already had, uh, I think, one or two other presidential guys. We're going to continue to have them, whether people like it or not. We're going to continue to link to their campaign sites Whether people like it or not. Because I do this show for the broader audience. People ask us. Why don't you have so and so on? Okay, we will. If they want to come on. How do we follow up with them? Okay, there's a link on our sites. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, my God. Over there at Mediocreite. Lucky Luciano. Very squirrely people. I've already spent too much time on this today. My God. He didn't link to the campaign page, Mr. Producer. He linked to the donation page. That tells us a lot. What does it tell you? Nothing. And we will continue to do this. If people reach out to us, we don't tend to reach out to the candidates. If they reach out to us, we have them on. Two weeks ago, we had President Trump on. He has to come on. Uh, This week, as part of his announcement, we had uh, Ron DeSantis. I'll tell you what's interesting. there's really very little reporting on the substance of my interview with Ron DeSantis because the radical left media do not care about that. Moreover, even my favorite cable channel, you would have thought last night that only Trey Gowdy did an interview. Well, we have 14 and a half million people. We did an interview too. Just saying. Just mentioning. And uh, we'll continue to do that. So if I get a t- call tomorrow and Donald Trump wants to come on, good. If I get a call tomorrow and Nikki Haley wants to come on, good. If I get a call tomorrow and Tim Scott, good. DeSantis, good. If that doesn't go well with you, I don't know why you're here. I've been doing this for 20 years, and we're very, very interested in hearing from all the people who want to be president of the United States. One of them is going to be, hopefully, as opposed to Biden. That's the hope, Right. That's the hope. I don't run any campaign. I'm not paid by any campaign, and I'm not going to be. And the bots on the internet, we actually had a lot of fun with them today, but I don't have enough time to mess around with them anymore. You are very, very mistaken, and you're going to get sucked in if you read or believe anything that comes out of Mediaite. It is a Dan Abrams operation. It hates Trump, it hates DeSantis. It hates you. So they stir the pot. Then they send it over to the Drudge Report. Then he posts it. Drudge is a saboteur. Drudge, at the Drudge Report, is now campaigning for the indictment of Donald Trump. He calls it Indictment Watch. Then he puts the most preposterous photo of DeSantis on his site. He doesn't do that about Biden. He'd never do that about Kamala Harris. He doesn't do that about Hakeem Jeffries or Schumer or anything else. He's a sellout. He's a grifter. He's gone. And then you have to, you know, then it's picked the, what was it, the independent? i got to pull this up just to straighten this up because this is very interesting to me. You know what's sick about all this? I enjoy it. Isn't that weird, Mr. Producer? I like these battles. Is there something wrong with me? I care. That's true. Hold on a second, folks. I'm getting this in one second. Which one was it that flat out lied? Come on, I know I put it aside. The uh, what's it called? The Independent, maybe, or something like that. Anyway, one of these these left wing uh, sites, British one, said that the Trump inner circle is furious with Levin. Well, the Trump inner circle and I spoke. And they broomed it all off and said, This is not us. Loomer's not us. This other guy who's 18 years old, he's not us. The ones that are quoted in the article. They're not us. We don't have any problems. And people are played. People are played. But we shall overcome, and we will continue to press ahead. We will continue to battle forward. Remember I told you, the Arkansas man who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's office desk during the Capitol protest was sentenced to four and a half years in prison? Can you imagine that? We have people who've attacked cops. They don't get four and a half years. With people who shot other people, they don't get four and a half years. Rape other people, they don't get four and a half years. But here's even a bigger one. You ready for this one? Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes sentenced to eighteen years for a seditious conspiracy in January six attack. A D.C. jury, a D.C. judge. Seditious conspiracy. Julie Kelly's told us this is what they want to use against Trump. And so they tested it out on these guys, and it worked. Seditious conspiracy. It's the longest that's been sentence handed out so far. Quote from AOL, it's another landmark in the Justice Department's sweeping January 6th investigation, which has led to convictions against the top leaders of two far-right extremist groups that authorities say came to Washington prepared to fight to keep President Donald Trump in power at all costs. Who did he shoot? Nobody. Who did he maim? Nobody. Who did he knife? Nobody. How many Molotov cocktails did he throw? None. The Biden Justice Department wanted him in prison for 25 years. 25 years. They say remains a threat. A threat. Threat to what? Now all of a sudden, Mark defends white supremacists, Mike defends it. I'm looking at the facts. I'm looking at what I see. And uh, let let us take a look at this with a little bit more depth. Let's see. Then we have this from National Review not too long ago a little less than a year ago from the editors. The foundational duty of government is to maintain public safety and order without which neither Liberty nor prosperity is possible. They'll eventually get to their point. The dramatic story of the summer of 2020 was the outbreak of riots and protests following the murder of George Floyd. More than a dozen people were killed and a billion or more dollars in damages were caused, including the destruction of many businesses. This cried out for a vigorous response Instead, apparently viewing the cause as a righteous one, Democratic prosecutors at the federal, state, and local levels have been scandalously soft on the many crimes committed in the course of those riots and protests. Large numbers of offenders were let off scot-free by progressive prosecutors, even those whose crimes caused death have been given sentences no longer than 10 years. This man was just given 18 years. And the guy with his feet on the desk, four and a half years. Even those whose crimes caused death have been given sentences no longer than 10 years. And in so doing, the progressive district attorneys and the Justice Department have imperiled public safety in our cities and undermined public confidence. In the even-handed administration of the law, it's unsurprising that urban crime and violence have spiked in many cities after the law failed to restore order or punish these people. The Biden administration has just added, last year, to their shameful spectacle by retroactively reducing the plea bargain sentence in one of the most high-profile of those crimes in which two white-shoe lawyers in Brooklyn threw a Molotov cocktail into a police car. Boy, that deserves at least 25 years. Collinford Mattis and Uraj Rahman were well-compensated attorneys in their early 30s when they joined the protesting mob. In May 2020, Rahman was caught on tape throwing the firebomb into an unoccupied police car, and Mattis was arrested with much more improvised explosives in their car and was videotaped trying to hand them out to others. These are gravely serious crimes, more so than those committed by all but a tiny handful at most of the people charged in connection with January 6th. An unapologetic Rahman told reporters later the only way they hear us is through violence. Mattis and Rahman pleaded guilty last year to one count of possessing and making an explosive device. A charge carrying up to 10 years in prison. Both of them will will quite properly be disbarred. Federal prosecutors sought to charge them still more serious offenses for distribution. But in a shocking reversal, they have now agreed to recommend a prison sentence that is the federal prosecutor's of 18 to 24 months, a year and a half to two years, for charges carrying a maximum of five years, even for a Department of Justice that has been over backwards to be lenient towards left-wing protesters while throwing the book book at right-wing protesters, a retreat from a previous plea agreement is a dramatic display of favoritism for left-wing political violence. Merrick Garland asked for 25 years for that one man who never threw a Molotov cocktail and then pulled back on a previous plea deal, reversed themselves and asked for a more lenient sentence of one and a half to two years for the gentleman that is the thug who threw the Molotov cocktail and the woman who had many more and was distributing them. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Remember the last time you got a quote-unquote free phone? You started out feeling great, then came the hefty activation fees, four-line requirements, and, of course, the binding contract. Don't fall for it again, folks. Only Pure Talk gives you a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with Mobile Hotspot for just 55 bucks a month and get a 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. That's right, unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. How do I know? I'm a customer. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand behind me and you. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin, and you'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk text and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com, use promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N, podcast L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST, to start saving today. Here was NPR on this and it's pretty good. Lawyer's charged with seven felonies and Molotov cocktail attack out on bail. A surveillance camera recorded it all, a woman in black t-shirt stepping out of a tan minivan, the light, the lighting of toilet paper fuse, the arc of a beer bottle filled with fuel as it was thrown onto the dashboard of an empty police car and they didn't know it was empty. The act of vandalism in the early hours of May 30 is why two Brooklyn lawyers are fighting federal explosive charges and could face as much as life in prison. They had been sitting in a New York jail until Tuesday night after a government effort to keep them behind bars failed. Isn't that amazing? We have people sitting in prison in Washington, D.C. for over a year, and now one's been convicted for 18 years and another four and a half years. Federal prosecutors haven't accused Rahman 31 or Mattis 32 of harming anyone that night, But they have indirectly cast the two defendants as characters in their favorite Trump administration narrative that suggests that last month's violent protests were just an eruption of anger. Listen to this. This is NPR. This is how they excuse us. Now when it comes to the other people, the right-wingers, the white supremacists, oath-keepers, they want to overthrow the government! But not these two lawyers. No, the narrative has been created by Trump and his Justice Department. Well, there's more. The Washington Compost. Here we have it. Let me see right here. Mr. Producer did this. Printed it out for me. 56 former prosecutors write to appeals court in support of bail for attorneys accused of throwing Molotov cocktail at a police vehicle. Wow, the bar, the former prosecutors, they circle the rag and against the two domestic terrorists throwing Molotov cocktails and handing them out. But by God, we won 25 years for that other guy. He only got 18, for crying out loud. And that other jerk put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. He gets four and a half years. That's the way it rolls, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back. Remember the last time you got a quote-unquote free phone? You started out feeling great, then came the hefty activation fees four line requirements and of course the binding contract don't fall for it again folks only pure talk gives you a free 5g samsung galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped just sign up for pure talks unlimited talk unlimited text and unlimited data plan with Mobile Hotspot for just 55 bucks a month and get a 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. That's right, unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. How do I know? I'm a customer. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand behind me and you. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin, and you'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk text and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com, use promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N, Podcast L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST, to start saving today. Conservatism
0: with passion. The Mark Levin Show. Call
1: in now, 877-381-3811. Mr. Producer, uh, would you send me a text and remind me how people can get to our podcast? Go to marklevinshow.com, and I think you link to a specific location there. We want to build up our podcasters as big as possible as well so you have alternatives um, as I said, it's going to be a very brutal summer for the president and perhaps for this program. So we will see. In one or two places, um, because I believe that people should be honorable and that they must they must abide by the by the agreements that they have made, or they'll be exposed for what they are. That's simple. Um, I want to continue with this because it's such an outrage. This was in the Washington Post. Uh, let's see, a little bit back. Fifty-six lawyers who are not connected to this case of these two uh, Molotov cocktail people are trying to weigh in backing the defendants for the sake of upholding existing bail practice. Prosecutors at the Brooklyn U.S. Att- Brooklyn U.S. Attorney's Office... Have already said that Mattis and Rahman are a serious risk, refusing to credit their careers and family ties as mitigating factors. A spokesman for the office declined to comment on Tuesday's filing by the ex-officials. How many former federal prosecutors signed on to help the Oath Keepers guy? And why is he viewed more dangerous than these two? Why? I'm curious. This court should reject the government's argument that factors existing prior to an alleged offense, such as strong family and community ties, stable employment, stable addresses, lack of criminal history, are inherently insufficient to defeat the presumption in support of bail in a case involving dangerousness. The defendants were caught on camera firebombing an NYPD vehicle. They also sought to incite others to launch similar attacks and attempted to distribute other Molotov cocktails to other protesters in furtherance of this objective. What about it? But you don't understand. Rahman, at the time of her arrest, was representing indigenous defendants in a Bronx housing project. Ooh. Mattis had attended Princeton University. Ooh about that? Two lawyers. Surely they were well aware of the consequences of what they were doing, no? Wow. So they made the calculated decision to make and throw Molotov cocktails and to hand them out. Now, the brief submitted by the former prosecutor seeks to influence the federal appeals. How many of you think these former federal prosecutors did this just spontaneously, much like the former National security people with the Biden letter 56 came forward. You know that Hunter Biden Yeah, that laptop's definitely a Russian uh, Russian plant. How do we know? Well, Blinken told us this and then Blinken no, No, it wasn't me. It was the other guy. Anyway, they get away with these filthy Scummy dirty tricks all the time And so these two lawyers are walking They're walking And this is how New York Law Journal put it. This is October 2021, a little earlier. Lawyers charged in a Molotov cocktail case plead guilty, prepare to fight terrorism enhancement at sentencing. Do you think for a second that terrorism enhancement at sentencing would have been dropped in Washington, D.C. against any of these protesters? They're not even happy that this guy got 18 years. They're not happy the other guy got four and a half years for putting his feet on the desk of Nancy Pelosi. It's unbelievable. They pleaded guilty to one count of possessing or making a destructive device. So what happens? Well, the lawyers want him out on bail. So the Department of Justice takes the (coughs) plea agreement, excuse me, And rips it up. And gives them a better deal. You wonder why they're after Trump at the DOJ and the FBI? You wonder why they send SWAT teams out to drag people in to Washington, D.C. and throw them in the gulag there for months and months at a time? You You wonder why they throw the book at each and every one of them? And shame on the damn court there, all those damn federal judges. Shame on them. I don't care who appointed them. I don't care how many of them I know. You have this information. You have the same information I have, the same damn information I have. And the prosecutors go into court, and they say, look at this tweet. Look at this Facebook post. Look at this. They met in North in northern uh, uh, Virginia. Look at this. They were going to do this. They were going to do that. They were going to do this. They were going to do But they didn't. Go ahead and charge them for the crimes they actually committed. But seditious conspiracy, and the federal judges, they buy into it. Oh, yes, yes. We can't have that in Washington, only in New York. Seattle, Portland, when the court's under attack for over two months, yes, yes. We can't have that in Washington. Everywhere else, we can have it as long as you're part of the left Antifa, Black Lives Matter, or two lawyers who are helping poor people or from Princeton. and Yeah, we know. You came with Molotov cocktails. We know. You were handing them out. We know. You threw one in a vehicle. Oh, yeah, yeah, we know. But they were trying to help the poor. And the United States Department of Justice ripped up their plea agreement to give them a better plea agreement. I should have had Judy Kelly on, uh, Julie Kelly, excuse me, on tonight. But I don't have room. Next hour we have some two great guests. But that said, it's really quite incredible. And it's infuriating the way the media cover this. Two right-wing white supremacists, one with the Oath Keepers group, and the other group, two lawyers one helping poor people, one from Princeton, with the support of former federal prosecutors. They didn't mean to throw a Molotov cocktail at an NYPD vehicle. It just kind of flew out of her hand. And they didn't mean to hand them out to others to use. They were just so generous redistributing their Molotov cocktails, why should they keep them for themselves? Yeah. And as that excellent National Review editorial said, they've been weak across the board on almost all these cases. As they put it, the Biden Justice Department's shameful pandering to bomb-throwing rioters. The bomb throwing. Around. These people have done billions of dollars in damage. A dozen people or more lost their lives. Lost their lives. In the Department of Justice, this is what they did with Madison Raman. Isn't that embarrassing? Large numbers of offenders were let off scot free by progressive prosecutors, even those whose crimes caused death. Death have been given sentences no longer than 10 years. Are the judges in Washington, D.C. aware of this? Do they even care? No, they don't care. They don't care at all. Do they care that the Portland courthouse was under assault day after day for 60 days, much like the courthouse they operate out of in Washington? And those people got almost nothing? Of course they are. They watch the news. They read about it but they're ideologues and the stupid Republican appointees go right along with them go right along with them we need more money for the courts we need more money for the FBI we need more money for the Department of Justice we need more money for DHS that won't secure the border yeah more money that's the answer more money or we're gonna shut down the government so So shut the damn thing down already. I don't care. What do you think of that? But what will it do to the markets? Well, what will it do to the markets if we don't? And what will it do to our republic if we don't? If Democrats don't want to budge, then don't budge. Just get out there, Republicans, and make your case. I can see the tide turning. You were doing fine until this morning. Get out there and make your case. I'll be right back. Remember the last time you got a quote-unquote free phone? You started out feeling great, then came the hefty activation fees four line requirements and of course the binding contract don't fall for it again folks only pure talk gives you a free 5g samsung galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped just sign up for pure talks unlimited talk unlimited text and unlimited data plan with mobile hotspot for just 55 bucks a month and get a 5g samsung galaxy for free that's right unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of verizon at&t or t-mobile here's another thing you'll be on america's most dependable 5g network how do i know i'm a customer Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand behind me and you. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin and you'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk text and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com, use promo code Podcast L-E-V-I-N PODCAST, to start saving today. Now, um... Uh... Joe Biden is soft on anti-Semitism. I don't know how else to put this. We're going to have a great guest who is a very close friend of mine, the president of uh, ZOA, Zionist Organization of America. And all that means a Zionist is to support the state of Israel. Nothing more, nothing less. And um, the Biden administration has caved to care. As you know, the radical a uh, Muslim Hamas front group. It was founded really in Philadelphia in a secret meeting with Hamas supporters. Uh, but nonetheless it has a big role, big role in the Democrat Party. See, I'll tell you stuff nobody else is going to tell you. It's that simple. Uh supported by anti-Israel groups like J Street, which is a bunch of self-hating morons, which uh Ellen Dershowitz wrote about the other day, and Americans for Peace Now, another front group, they and CARE and others, self-hating Jews and Jew haters alike, pressured the Biden administration to water down the term anti-Semitism. The most prominent part of this is the non-legally binding working definition. Now, you wouldn't have this if it came to other minorities, blacks, Hispanics, Native Americans, and so forth and so on. And I'm not putting them down. I'm just saying it wouldn't happen. But with Jews, it's up for negotiation when it comes to the Democrat Party. Even the Anti-Defamation League, it's in the back pocket of the Democrats. Why? Because its leader, Greenblatt, is an Obama-Biden former official at the White House. He's a sellout. He's a sellout. He'll go after Elon Musk. But look at this. The conference of presidents of major American Jewish organizations, which lobbied for a stronger definition, said that the group wholeheartedly applauds the Biden administration's continuing embrace and so forth. But the decision to include dueling definitions through criticism from smart people so, shame on all these groups that buckle. Why? Because he's a Democrat. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. Donald Trump is the biggest pro Israel president in American history, bar none. Bar none. In terms of its security, in terms of its capital, in terms of peace agreements, in terms of its sovereignty. He cut off the hundreds and hundreds of millions coming from American taxpayers to the Palestinian terrorists under the Teller Force Act, which Biden is ignoring, as he ignores most laws he doesn't like. An impeachable offense, by the way. And yet Trump is the anti-Semite. Biden is the anti-Semite, not Trump. I don't care what they say. The fact of the matter is he's undermined the government there. He propped up the Iranian regime. And now, this taking input from radical anti Israel groups. I'll be right back.
0: He's here. He's here.
1: You want to subscribe for free, for free, for free to our podcast. Go to MarkLevinShow.com. That's Mark, L-E-V-I-N, Show.com. Click on Audio Rewind and select your favorite platform. Or search Mark Levin Show on your favorite podcast platform and lock her down. Again, MarkLevinShow.com. Click on Audio Rewind and select your favorite platform. This is going to be an extraordinarily important site During the course of the summer when we're in battle as President Trump is in battle. Also, our YouTube channel. You now can find all my full podcast interviews and specials on YouTube, folks. YouTube.com at Mark Levin Show. YouTube.com at Mark Levin Show. We've got all kinds of creative stuff there. It's very, very wonderful. It's very unique. We've worked on it. Or search Mark Levin Show in YouTube. That's Mark, L-E-V-I-N, Show in YouTube. Mr. Producer, would you again post? Actually, we have a direct link to the podcast right there on my uh, social sites. So go to the direct link. You can just hit it there. I don't know if the YouTube is, but we'll put it there if it's not. It's a great honor to have my friend Mort Klein on the program. Mort Klein really is a great patriotic American and he's a a intrepid defender of the state of Israel but he and I see things the same way which is to defend one is really defending the principles of the other and the people who hate Israel hate America, the people who hate America hate Israel now now Mort uh, is the president of ZOA uh, and uh, that's a fantastic organization as well Zionists of America which simply means they support the state of Israel. Uh, apparently that's controversial these days. The Biden administration, more as I understand, has been putzing around with some kind of regulation involving anti-Semitism, and now they cut the baby in half. They, they apparently buckled to CARE, to J Street, to the ADL, and other phony organizations, or even worse. Is that correct, and can you explain this to us?
4: yes mark uh it's an honor to be with someone as extraordinary as you Thanks,
1: mark.
4: Uh, the, the united states that uh, came out just a few hours ago uh, with their program of how to fight jew hatred anti-semitism <laughs> instead of using the normal respected accepted definition for anti-semitism called the ira definition they instead added to it as a valuable tool uh, two other definitions by nexus and others these other definitions that they're now promoting as valuable and important say if you oppose the Jewish states of Israel's very existence, that's okay. That's not anti-Semitic. <laughs> if you treat Israel differently from any other country, that's not anti-Semitic uh, 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 at all. Which means the United Nations, for example, which has overwhelming number of their uh, c- uh, critical criticisms of countries overwhelmingly it's against israel (laughs) but that wouldn't be anti-semitism according to the new definition of biden uh when a journalist is killed in israel embedded journalists journalists are are killed in war in war situations all the time no country is ever condemned for it it happens when israel has a journalist killed uh, the whole world starts condemning israel which of course is anti-semitism they're being treated differently (laughs) so uh, so this report uh, it allows the George Soros's, the anti-Israel politicians, to no longer be allowed to co- be called anti-Semitic. It allows call, uh, the campus programs on college campuses that promotes boycotting in Israel. Now it's no longer uh, uh, anti-Semitism. <laughs> so we can't fight him as readily. This is a very dangerous uh, definition that he's put out. And it's interesting, he put it out two hours before this uh, a very holy day tonight called Shabuos. Mm-hmm. So the Israeli public won't be able to respond. But I'll tell you, I got many officials in Israel have sent me uh, emails earlier today, famous officials, horrified uh, by this definition. <laughs> in addition, Mark, it doesn't say anything about the most important anti Semitism, which is Isla- radical Islamic anti Semitism and radical black anti Semitism, like Louis Farrakhan, and the, and the anti Semitism of the squad in Congress. Elon Omar, Rashida Tlaib, who opposes Israel's very existence. That's ignored. All he talks about, uh, Biden, is white supremacy, no, which is not an important source of, of anti-Semitism. It's certainly there, but it's not the most uh, problematic situation. So uh,
1: so the Biden administration, Mark Klein, president of the ZOA, has watered down the definition of anti-Semitism to accommodate the bigots at the U.N., the uh the self-hating secularists uh who are funded by soros these organizations that alan Dershowitz has so beautifully written about j street and so forth to kowtow to uh care and the adl and uh and so the word anti-semitism doesn't really mean what it used to mean he just watered it down and he puts out a video today Mm -hmm. Acting like, again, he's the great leader, like he's the great leader of the black community when he was a segregationist. Now he's a great leader of the Jewish community. He's going to protect them from the white supremacists, which are a problem, but not a problem like others, which you just said, correct?
4: <laughs> In addition to more than watering down the definition, including a definition that's dangerous and frightening, that will protect it. Uh, major Jew haters in Congress, uh, uh, officials in the world, and on campuses. It protects them. Now you can't call them anti-Semitic according to what Biden is embracing. In addition, in the same sentence, when he condemns anti-Semitism, that Biden in this report condemns Islamophobia, homophobia, transphobia, misogyny. In other words, he, oh he, he makes, he makes Jew, uh, uh, anti-Semitism no longer unique by coupling it, combining it with these other phobias. And these, these other groups don't have nearly the amount of, of dangerous hate speech and attacks as the Jews do. 63% of all hate attacks in America, according to religion, 63% against Jews, not, accor- not against Muslims or Christians or, or, or any of these other groups. So he's really watered down a terrible way. And let me tell you something else dangerous here. I must say, Mark, (laughs) he wants hate speech uh, to be abolished. This is very dangerous. Of course, we're all against hate speech. No one should use it. But how will he be defining hate speech? Here it says we have to abolish hate speech. That means if I attack Louis Farrakhan, is that hate speech? Will they say that means I'm a racist? If I attack Mm -hmm. the radical group Black Lives Matter, is that racist? If I attack Iran or radical Islam, is that racist? It's very dangerous what he put in this report uh, uh, by wanting to abolish uh, all hate speech, which means uh, uh, it's anyone's idea of how they will define it. Uh, and this is really another dangerous aspect of, uh, of this whole report.
1: So, in other words, the same radical leftists that have been running this administration did this. They pretty much did this. Tommy Mort Klein of ZOA, while I have you, the president of um, Zionists of America. Uh, let me ask you this. How has the Biden administration been in terms of of Israel uh, when it comes to Iran?
4: <laughs> Biden appointed Obama's close friend Robert Malley <laughs> to be the lead negotiator on Iran. Mali is known as an extremely strong supporter of uh, of Iran and a strong supporter of negotiating and dealing with Hamas with respect. Uh, That alone shows they're not serious. Uh, In addition, all of the strong sanctions that Obama, uh, that Donald Trump had put in place against Iran, which was having a tremendous effect, Biden is ignoring those sanctions against Iran, allowing Iran to raise and sell billions of dollars worth of oil and other equipment, uh, uh, strengthening Iran, getting them to have many more funds, these funds iran uses to give to hamas to hezbollah and other terrorist groups in the middle east and south america so he has been a disaster when it comes to iran he's also made it clear to israel he does not want israel to use military action if necessary to stop iran from getting nuclear weapons iran has threatened the united states more than they threaten israel this is a danger to us to allow iran to get nuclear weapons and obama is turning a blind eye to
1: this it is a very frustrating. Obama, you point. mean Biden, but I get the point. Yeah,
4: I, mean, uh, I mean Biden.
1: More Klein, I got to have you back. Uh, what, what, if people want to reach you or reach your organization, where do they go? And, Mr. Producer, put this on our site.
4: <laughs> well, we're the Zionist Organization of America. Oh, we're I'm oldest sorry. The Zionist Group in the United States. Please go to zoa.org. You can read all the things I've said and many other things, zoa.org uh and that'll tell you all ways to get involved with us we have a a mission to israel coming up next month if anyone's interested go on our website and uh sign up you can go with us and uh, i must say it is i must add it is deeply troubling that the anti-semitism envoy deborah Lipstadt has openly endorsed this terrible report Mm -hmm. just as she's defended george soros Justice she is defended and ignores Mahmoud Abbas's horrible actions against Jews. Mahmoud Abbas of the Palestinian Authority pays Arabs lifetime pensions to murder Jewish people, and lifts that, never says one word about it.
1: And you so, brought her to my attention. She wrote a great book about the New York Times and the Holocaust. Yeah. And you're the child of of, Hol- of Holocaust survivors, isn't that correct?
4: My parents are my parents are survivors of Auschwitz. I was born in the displaced persons camp in Germany. I came here when I was four years old.
1: And she has the nerve to defend this administration, which won't lift a finger, uh, really, to fight real anti-Semitism and, and has tried to appease Iran right to the end. Mort, where do people go? Remind us. ZOA.org. Enormous
4: amount of information about this and other issues concerning uh, the Middle East. And uh,
1: All right. Let's put it up on our websites, I mean on our uh, social sites. It's very easy to remember, Z-O-A dot O-R-G, Z-O-A dot O-R-G. I think you folks are going to love it out there. Mark Klein, God bless you, my brother. You take care of yourself.
4: (laughs) God bless you. Thank you so much, Mark.
1: All right, and have a good holiday. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. This is very rare ladies and gentlemen but we've had two great guests here one of my dearest buddies Brent Bozell the Media Research Center is with us It's always a great honor Brent but we have a bit of a news breaking story with with you don't we
5: We do uh it's something that Dan Schneider to give him credit Dan Schneider and his team have been working on for quite some time Um here's here's how it goes well, for, first of all good seeing you Mark good talking to you It
2: was a
1: pleasure uh, buddy
5: um uh, Okay, so uh, during the Obama administration, there was a program that was begun called the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant program. This was run out of the Department of Homeland Security, meant to root out domestic uh, track you know and, and root out domestic terrorism. There were Republicans and conservatives who were. Um, uh, who, who were very cautious about this and very skeptical because they believed that this administration or the, the Obama administration could use it against Republicans and against conservatives. Well, ultimately it, it was it was done. Um, when Donald Trump became president, uh, he got rid of it. Uh, it came back. The program came back at the end of his administration. And now it's in full force under the Biden administration. So everyone is trying to find out from the Department of Homeland Security what they're up to on all manner fronts. And the DHS uh, is it lies through its teeth. Mayorkas goes to Congress, it lies through its teeth about the border and other manner of things. So you can't trust them. So we looked at this program. We found that they have distributed some 40 million dollars to 80 different Groups on this front, we asked 31 of them uh, what it was that they were doing with public money. Uh, like DHS, they were unresponsive. Uh, uh, they wouldn't tell what what they're doing. What well, we found out uh, of at least one case so far, what we have found out really, Mark, is shocking. Let me go through this. Yeah. In December of 2021, the University of Dayton. In Ohio, which just happens to be in Jim Jordan's district, uh, 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 put on a seminar on domestic violence through one of their programs. This is what they had, had on there. They had one speaker who compared uh, uh, Donald Trump to Paul Pott, the, the genocide <laughs> uh, leader. In Cambodia. They had one speaker who compared um, uh, Ron DeSantis to to uh, the Holocaust. Um, but then they had this one speaker, Michael Lodenthal, who did a training seminar. He advocated uh, for a, a more aggressive ac- Approach against conservatives to deny that to shut down their websites to close their meetings and to physically prevent them from assembling in public let me, let me repeat that phrase physically present prevent them from assembling in public who are these people they're trying to prevent from assembling in, in public they presented a pyramid of organizations on four levels, each level, uh, the higher one being more intensely uh, uh, pro-fascist, pro-Nazi. pro The first level includes the Heritage Foundation,
0: oh, which
5: one. is perhaps the most prestigious think tank in America. It includes Fox News, which would mm-hmm. mean you. It includes the Christian Broadcasting Network. It includes the Republican National Committee, So therefore, every Republican is linked to what is about to happen on this chart. The second level now gets more intense. Now it starts targeting groups like Turning Point, USA, Charlie Kirk, Mm -hmm. Breitbart, um, Tea Party Patriots, American Conservative Union. They're now going after them and and several more. The third level is pro-Nazi organizations. Extremists. And the fourth one is Nazi organizations. So there you have the pyramid of where the not with domestic uh, 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 turmoil in America is. And it starts with the Heritage Foundation. This guy Lodenthal is not just any old person, Lodenthal is a member of Antifa who has oh, great. written extensively. In defense of, this is such a, uh, a paradox here, he's written extensively in defense of the Earth Liberation Front ELF, which the which FBI... Which is a violent is organization. As, yeah. And the FBI is recognized, recognized as a domestic terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. And he's a speaker at this. So you ramp this whole thing together. They they finish it. They send an application to the Department of Homeland Security using this and were granted $358,000. And that's just one example.
1: And that's just the tip of the iceberg, isn't it, Brent? What's going on in this government with the trillions of dollars they're spending? There must be so much more of this.
5: And there, and 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 it's unaccounted. This is a government where you have no idea where the money's going. You have mm. no idea. This program, my guess is, is tiny in comparison to the things that are going on. And and I said there are eighty different organizations. This was just one. There are 80 organizations. Why is it? And by the way, when we came out with that this story this morning, uh, the University of Dayton scrubbed its website of all this information. Listen,
1: don't hang There's up, Brent stuff. Bozell. We're, that music means i got to take a hard break. There's also an element here I want to uh, discuss further, and that is the targeting of Christians, Christian groups, with Brent Bozell. We'll be right back.
0: Now eight seven seven three eight one three eight one
1: one. Brembozal Media Research Center. Tell us about the targeting of Christians and Christianity.
5: Well, it's in here as well. The first layer attacks the Christian Broadcasting Network.
1: CBN. Great network.
5: What? In, what in the world has has CBN ever done to get itself linked? On a on a on a triangle chart with Nazis, well, it's because they're Christians and no other reason. Why is it that on level number two you have Mega? Why is Mega on there? Because it's Mega. Because it's Trump supporters. They hate Christians, Mark. They, by the way, uh, you Jews, you're right behind it. Anyone yeah, who's right. practicing and who's defending. The Judeo-Christian tradition in America is under assault. Look, when he went to Columbia uh, or or to to, to whatever the school it was last week and Joe Biden said that that racism is the number one domestic threat in America, look what he was doing. He wasn't just attacking white people. He was attacking the values of those white people, the perceived values of those white people as being racist. And when you're talking about white people, their mind's eye is evangelicals. That's who they're thinking about, mm-hmm. and that's who they're targeting. When they say that Donald Trump and MAGA are Nazis, and this is a, uh, is a constant refrain from Joe Biden, they're talking about MAGA as Christians that's how they're seeing the maga Uh supporters and now you're seeing it in this document in this conference this is the narrative now and you're right it is marxism this is these are marxist tactics and their their decision has been made they are going to destroy christians they're going to destroy conservatives and they're going to destroy republicans this one undocumented targets over half of the United United States as being aligned with the values of not Mm -hmm.
1: Mr. Reduso, let us make sure that we link to MRC and to this story in particular. We're on with the great Brent Bozal. I can't thank you enough for what you do, Brent. God bless you, my friend.
5: Uh, Thank thank you, Mark. Have a good day.
1: All right. Take care of yourself. Frightening. I want to read something to you. After I read it, I'll tell you who wrote it. You like that? Let's do that. Since March 2020, we may have experienced the greatest intrusions on civil liberties in the peacetime history of this country. Executive officials across the country issued emergency decrees on a breathtaking scale. Governors and local leaders imposed lockdown orders, forcing people to remain in their homes. They shuttered businesses and schools, public and private. They closed churches, even as they allowed casinos and other favorite businesses to carry on. They threatened violators not just with civil penalties, but with criminal sanctions too. They surveilled church parking lots, recorded license plates, and issued notices warning that attendance at even outdoor services, satisfying all state social distancing and hygiene requirements, could amount to criminal conduct. They divided cities and neighborhoods into color-coded zones, forced individuals to fight for their freedoms in court on emergency timetables, and then changed their color-coded schemes when defeat in court seemed imminent. Federal executive officials entered the act too. Not just with emergency immigration decrees, they deployed a public health agency to regulate landlord-tenant relations nationwide. They used a workplace safety agency to issue a vaccine vaccination mandate for most working Americans. They threatened to fire non-compliant employees and warned that service members who refused to vaccinate might face dishonorable discharge in confinement. Along the way, it seems federal officials may have pressured social media companies to suppress information about pandemic policies with which they disagreed. While executive officials issued new emergency decrees at a furious pace, state legislatures and Congress, the bodies normally responsible for adopting our laws, too often fell silent. Courts bound to protect our liberties addressed a few, but hardly all, the intrusions upon them. In some cases, courts even allowed themselves to be used to perpetuate emergency public health decrees for collateral purposes, itself a form of emergency lawmaking by litigation. Fear and the desire for safety are powerful forces. They can lead to a clamor for action, almost any action, as long as someone does something to address a perceived threat. A leader or an expert who claims he can fix everything, if only we do exactly as he says can prove an irresistible force. We do not need to confront a bayonet, we need only a nudge, before we willingly abandon the nicety of requiring laws to be adopted by our legislative representatives and accept rule by decree. Along the way, we will accede to the loss of many cherished civil liberties, the right to worship freely, to debate public policy without censorship, to gather with friends and family, or simply to leave our homes. We may even cheer on those who ask to disregard our normal lawmaking processes and forfeit our personal freedoms. Of course, this is no new story. Even the ancients warned that democracies can degenerate toward autocracy in the face of fear. But maybe we've learned another lesson too. The concentration of power in the hands of so few may be efficient and sometimes popular, but it does not tend towards sound government. However wise one person or his advisors may be, that is no substitute for the wisdom of the whole of the American people that could be tapped in the legislative process. Decisions produced by those who indulge no criticism are rarely as good as those produced after robust and uncensored debate. Decisions announced on the fly are rarely as wise as those that come after careful deliberation. Decisions made by a few often yield unintended consequences that may be avoided when more are consulted. Autocracies have always suffered these deficits. Maybe, hopefully, we have relearned these lessons, too. Now, who do you think wrote that? You know who wrote this? Associate Justice of the Supreme Court, Gorsuch. In the Arizona versus Mayorkas opinion. He's a fantastic justice. As is Alito, as is Thomas. Those are the three. Those are the three bigs. And that is a statement of liberty versus tyranny the likes of which you will not read or hear in too many places except maybe here and he's 100% correct and so circling back to the first hour I would encourage the Republicans please don't keep funding the Biden budgets and the Democrat deficits You will not get support here for doing that. I understand you might get 80%. That's a good thing. But don't redefine what 80% means either. We're not stupid. We have a rogue government. It's out of control. It's out of control in every respect. Because the Democrats run it. We have corporatists around this country who are trying to force their views on us. We have it in this own, my own business here, in radio. Although the vast majority of our affiliates are patriotic, law-abiding individuals. I want to remind you, this Sunday, and this has been planned actually for three weeks, uh, President Trump's first-hour interview that I had, what, six, eight weeks ago with him? will be re-aired on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, as it's Memorial Day weekend. And you may be interested in watching that. Or if you haven't DVR'd it yet, you might want to do that. It's important to remember what Memorial Day is all about. Memorial to whom and for what? Look it up. Understand it. We patriots do. For us, Memorial Day is every day. We understand who the best and the brightest are, the most courageous among us. We know who they are. And we honor them every day here. Every day. When I get to my closing, if I get to my closing, we don't forget. We don't forget our police officers, ever. Active duty military, ever. Emergency personnel, firefighters, we don't forget them here. The truckers who drive those 18-wheelers all hours of day and night, it's a very dangerous job, frankly, particularly with all the tweeting going on out there. We thank them so much. And we understand here who the freedom fighters are around the world, whether they be in Ukraine or they're preparing in Taiwan, wherever they are, some dark corner of the earth, we're thinking about them too. I'll be right back.
0: Mark Levin.
1: Supreme Court, two very good decisions, one in particular I want to focus on, and that's the 5-4 decision, and another decision was 9-0, that's great, it's a good decision, but 5-4 just shows you how close we are to losing everything, the Supreme Court, and this is how the media cover this, this is how the media cover this, this is the Associated Depressed Listen how when the Supreme Court expands your liberty, expands your private property rights to where they're supposed to be under our republic. Look how the media report this. The Supreme Court on Thursday sharply limited the federal government's authority. See that? To police water pollution into certain wetlands. The second decision in as many years in which a conservative majority narrowed the reach of environmental regulations. That is a loaded sentence that is intended to create hostility, maybe even violence. Listen to the next one. The outcome could threaten efforts to control flooding on the Mississippi River and protect the Chesapeake Bay. Among many projects, wrote Justice Brett Kavanaugh, breaking with the other five justices. What a jackass. What are we talking about here? 5-4 vote, the court said in an opinion by the great Justice Samuel and he is great. Wetlands can only be regulated under the Clean Water Act. Remember, that's from 1972. If They have a continuous surface connection to larger regulated bodies of water. And so the the Sackets were property owners. And they basically had a little bit of water in their backyard and they wanted to develop it and so forth. The federal government said no. The EPA said no. We're talking about ponds, We're talking about lakes, small lakes. And so you need to have a significant nexus to larger bodies of water. Right? Well, the problem with what the EPA was doing, ladies and gentlemen, is they were abusing their authority. So people would have what's akin to a small pond in their backyard and they would develop it and the EPA would sue them and threaten them with imprisonment threaten them with imprisonment and here is the radical left marxists natural resources defense council the supreme court ripped the heart out of the law we depend on to protect america's waters and wetlands no it didn't has nothing to do with america's waters and wetlands nothing And it's funny how they say almost nothing about the majority opinion in the AP report. AP is the biggest news service on the face of the earth. And so they're putting out their wire story And all these little newspapers across the country that don't have enough money to have reporters and so forth. Certainly at the Supreme Court. They will print what the AP tells them. You got no substantive explanation of what the actual position of the majority was. Do you think the majority believes that water should be polluted because they're right-wing conservatives on the court led by that bastard Sam Alito who took away our abortion rights? Uh, that's what the Associated Press wants you to believe. Now, who is the a-hole who wrote this? Let's see here. Let's see here. <coughs> oh, Mark Sherman and Jessica Gresco well-known for nothing. Meanwhile, there was a 90-zero opinion, a 90-some-year-old grandmother, a great-grandmother. Her home was taken from her, actually a condo, because she hadn't paid her taxes or couldn't. And they took her home and they sold it for 25,000, even though she only owned 14 excuse me, 15,000. But they said, "You know, we're going to keep the extra money and use it towards X,Y,Z, some fantastic government program." And in a 9-0 to zero decision, the court said, no, 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 you give her her money back. That difference belongs to her. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel. We salute our truckers, the men and women in Ukraine and Taiwan and all you folks out there. Thank you. This is Radio Free America, Radio Free New York, right here. I'll see you tomorrow.